episode three of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. I'm really excited about today's topic, but first I wanted to take the time out to say thank you. Thank you for everybody, or thank you to everyone who's tuned in to the podcast so far. Thank you guys for your kind text messages, your direct messages, for sharing the podcast, uh, for rating the podcast, for reviewing the podcast. I just wanted to take the time to say thank you because I really appreciate y'all. Y'all know that this was definitely an act of obedience for me. Um, Y'all know this was me stepping out on faith and just surrendering my ways and everything to God. So... Um, I just thank you guys for the support, okay? So, let's hop right into today's episode. Today's topic is perfection is a lie. Society's definition of perfection is something complete, but this is impossible because nothing is ever complete. It's always in a state of constant change. That's good. Before I decided to get in alignment with what God saw for me and said about me, I was striving for perfection. Like the definition said, I desired to be complete, but that was totally impossible because how can I achieve that without being led by God? How can I achieve that without operating in purpose? So in my styling career, (laughs) I always strive for perfection, putting my self-worth in my work. As the work got more high profile, the closer I thought I was to perfection. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm published now. I've arrived. I'm styling covers. Oh, I'm almost there. Oh, I'm styling celebrities. I'm getting closer. Like, yes, I'm doing this. But as I think about it, what was I getting closer to? The applause of others? Confirmation from the culture? A celebrity cosign? Like, as I think about it, I was never going to get to perfection with that mindset. Because when you strive for worldly success, it's a never-ending cycle of what's next. Like, what can I do to top my last project? What can I do to go harder than I went yesterday? And it's like a little industry saying that's going around that says, you're only as good as your latest work. You're only as good as your latest post. Like, you're only as good as your latest drop. Like, what? Like, says who? (laughs) I remember I was in L.A. for a style job. And in my prayer time, God told me, that thing that you think I'm going to bless, says, that ain't it. And I was like, wait, what? I was so confused. I'm like, why would he say that? Y'all, my little feelings was hurt for real. Because I had big plans for myself. And now I realize that was the problem. I was too busy out here planning for myself versus seeking God for guidance and seeking God for strategy to operate in purpose. Listen, it don't matter how cute and perfect the situation looks on the outside. If it's not aligned with God's plan, it's not really going to work. But let's be clear. You can be out here making moves, getting your coins, getting your bag, whatever you want to call it, and living your best life outside of alignment. But just know, you'll be lacking in a lot of ways. Y'all know it's multi-millionaires out here who can't even sleep at night because they like peace. It's girls out here that invested 15, 20, 25K on plastic surgery, you know, to get their bodies right, to try to attract a partner, attract a mate, and still out here just lonely and broken. 
There's billionaires out here contemplating suicide because they're unhappy. Because so many of us strive for perfection instead of purpose, and we look up and find ourselves in tricky situations. Honestly, I think the main reason we strive for perfection, aka to be complete in our own ways, because we don't feel worthy of what God is really calling us to do. Or we feel like, I just like my way better because it's comfortable. I've been doing me for a while. I got it locked down. And I don't want to step out of my comfort zone. Like, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. And a lot of us are in this place. That's why I thank God for giving me this topic. I really do. Like, actually, I could talk about this topic every day, all day, every week, because I legit used to be the queen of perfection, y'all. Like, out here just trying to have my way, do it my way, trying to get um, just confirmation from others, trying to please everybody, just trying to, you know, style the perfect look, you know, be so perfect for my clients. And it's just like, ugh, I'm, y'all, I can really relate to this topic. And I don't, I don't mind admitting it. Like, I'll take one for the team because I know a lot of us struggle with this. It may be in different ways, but we all struggle with striving for perfection in some type of way. But you know what? Perfection is a lie. And it will keep you stagnant if you let it. Because, again, nothing is complete. We should always be in a state of constant change or at least open to it. Just so y'all know, this podcast is not the cure show. I like to use myself as an example so y'all can understand anything I talk about I've experienced or I'm currently working through it. I have not arrived, okay? I just decided to say yes to the call and hopefully through me sharing what I've struggled with and what I've overcome, it will encourage you to lean towards saying yes as well. The culture is pushing perfection in our face every day, all day. You go on the gram and everybody out here looking fake perfect. And that's dangerous because if we can't live up to what we think society wants us to be, we shy away from moving forward and being in that constant state of change, in that constant state of evolving and growing. So I have three points to help us push past the lie of perfection, which will lead us towards a more purposeful life. And my first point is, we need to make it our business to pray for wisdom daily. My 2020 prayer was, and is, for wisdom, strength, and strategy. And every day I take that prayer to God. I don't ask for financial increase, opportunities, or anything materialistic because with wisdom, we can make better choices that will lead to all of that if that's your desire. Like, literally in my prayer time, like, every day, I'm like, God, I'm just, I'm coming to you for wisdom. Wisdom to make the right decisions. Strength to see it through. And strategy to make it happen. But most importantly, it's the, the wisdom piece that I focus on because once you really get aligned, like, with the word of God that really gives us the wisdom blueprint, there's nothing we can't make happen. So, in that prayer time, God led me to Proverbs chapter 1 through 4. It's all about wisdom. Y'all go read it when you get a chance. Proverbs chapter 1 through 4. Please go read it when you get a chance. But for now, I want to highlight chapter 3, which talks about the benefits of wisdom. So I'll go ahead and read chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart. 
for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on a tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, and do not resent his rebuke, because the Lord disciplines those he loves, as a father, the son he delights in. Blessed is the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better return than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire compared to her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Those who lay hold of her will be blessed. I'm going to hop right over to verse 21 because this was really important. My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. Let, let me break that verse down for y'all. Verse 21. So sound judgment, good judgment means considering the consequences of one's decision thinking before acting and speaking, and having the tools to make decisions in a variety of situations. Verse 21 says, My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. Let me break this down because I feel like in this season, like in this day more than ever, this is really important. So sound judgment, good judgment, basically the same thing. It means considering the consequences of one's decisions thinking before acting and speaking and having the tools to make good decisions in a variety of situations, okay? What are the tools to make good decisions? The number one tool is wisdom. And this is what wisdom will lead to. Verse 23, then you will go on your way in safety and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or the ruin that overtakes the wicked, aka coronavirus. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being snared. Okay? So basically, the word is telling us when you walk in wisdom, you don't have to worry about nothing, you won't stumble. You know, there's no need to worry and have anxiety and be depressed and stressed out. You can sleep peacefully, sis. No need to fear disaster or viruses or anything like that. Keep your confidence in God and he will protect you. It says it in a word. See, perfection says, I'm complete. I got this. And that's a lie. We don't have this. We are not in control. We must seek God, our source for wisdom, to lead us daily. 
especially in troubled times, but daily. Okay. So my second point is ask yourself some tough questions. And this is the perfect time to do this because we ain't got nothing but time. We ain't got nothing but time to sit down and talk to ourselves and keep it real with ourselves and give ourselves those good pep talks and really get down to the bottom of what some of these issues are that's holding us back or holding us in that line of perfection and stopping us from being more purposeful. And the first question we need to ask ourselves and write this down. Who are you comparing yourself to? And whose standards are you trying to live up to? Please write this down and think about it. When I was out here striving for perfection, I was 100% living to please the world and others. In my mind, I was doing me, but honestly, I wasn't being authentic. I wasn't doing me. And that's because I wasn't in alignment. I wasn't being led by God. I was just going with the flow of what I thought I should be doing, which was using my natural gifts and talents. Just to be clear, there's nothing wrong with using your gifts and talents. The issue is not using those God-given talents to build up the kingdom of God. So when I ask, who are you comparing yourself to? The first thing that comes to mind is, we typically compare ourselves to people who are in the same field or same lane as us. Like, if you do hair, it's hard to not look at that super popping stylist that's doing it big and she's book busy and blessed got all the little celebrity clients, she getting her little money and all of that. It's hard not to look and compare yourself to her. But what if God called you to build your business in a different way? What if hairstyling was just a stepping stone to help you step your customer service skills up in a way to get you to be comfortable holding conversations and building with people? See, the problem is we marry the idea of a career or business before we give God a chance to step in and lead the way. And we end up being so deep in, we don't even know how to stop or shift when God is trying to lead us to bigger and better. Again, whose standards are you living up to? You rather stay stagnant and please people, or are you willing to look crazy and be and be led by God? Would you rather stay stagnant and please people, or are you willing to look crazy and be led by God? Because I'm telling you, when you start being led by God, you definitely going to be out here looking crazy because God going to call you to do something that is totally the opposite of what you thought you was going to be doing. When God call us, like he, he don't, God doesn't play small. Like it's impossible for us to see ourselves the way God sees us because like he said, like my thoughts are not your thoughts. Like my plans are not your plans. Like I'm thinking 50 steps ahead of you. So yeah, you'll be looking crazy, but I'd rather be looking crazy and be led by God and be purposeful. But guess what? Life is too short and precious to not be in a place of constant growth and change. We're willing to risk it all in unhealthy friendships and relationships and toxic work situations, but not willing to risk a thing when it comes to walking in our purpose. And that's not cute, y'all. It's time to move different. Like, we got to change that. So here's my confidence key for this episode. My confidence key for today is we have to vow to stop playing ourselves. Vow to stop playing yourself. Hopefully y'all know this. With everything going on in the room, I I, I don't have nothing to complain about. This is an opportunity for us to go to the drawing board, get creative, and start building something for the kingdom. Stop playing yourself by overthinking. 
being hard on yourself, having self-doubt. Sis, you got this. You have everything you need. Start praying more. Turn up your worship music, okay? Get in your mode and let God lead you to build something amazing. I believe in you. It's our time. Let's stand up. Let's stop playing ourselves, okay? Now let's get back to the show. Oh, this is what we doing here? Another one. Another one. And my final point is step out of your comfort zone. I don't care how many times you heard it. I don't care how many times I said it. I don't care how typical it sounds. I said what I said, and I'm going to say it again. Step out of your comfort zone. And that's easier said than done. But the truth is, perfection is what keeps us from stepping out. We feel like we aren't ready. We aren't good enough. We need to lose the 15 pounds first. We don't have the right equipment. I need to get my camera first. I need to get some new furniture. I need to clear my skin. I need to let my edges grow. Like there's always some type of excuse, okay? Or the doubt will kick in and we think nobody will like it. Nobody will support it. But guess what? You don't have to be great to get started. You have to get started to be great, okay? So with all of this free time we have, let's stop scrolling and watching what everyone else is doing and let's hop off that bench and get in the game. Stepping out of your comfort zone, it looks different for all of us, but let's make it our business to do it this week. It might be doing 100 jumping jacks and 100 sit-ups. That, that might be you stepping out of your comfort zone. It might be making a nice, healthy meal for your family and everybody sit down and eat together. Don't let the kids go eat at the other table and your husband go in the room or whatever. Like It could be stepping out of your comfort zone to just have a family dinner at the table and talk to your family. You know, it could be praying out loud for 30 minutes. Maybe you normally pray in your head. Step out your comfort zone and pray out loud. You know what I'm saying? It could be you doing your hair and taking your bonnet off even though we ain't going nowhere. Listen, just because we ain't going nowhere and we ain't in the house, like, we don't got to keep the bonnet on all day. We can get up and do something to, to our hair. I'm going to tell y'all, I did my hair yesterday. <laughs> I did me a little flexy rod set. I, as soon as I took them down, I was feeling myself. I had, like, a new energy. I was like, oh, like, let me get up and create some content. Like, when we do something to ourselves, like, it really does something to our energy. So step out of your comfort zone. It could be... You start reading a new book, or you start writing that book that God has put on your heart, okay? It could be you brainstorming for a new business or a new product launch, or it could just be you cleaning up your social media and unfollowing some of those toxic people you've been following. But whatever it is, just do it. And when you do it, leave us a comment on the Instagram at Faith is Fashionable. Let us know what you, what you got going on. Tag us, you know, in the Insta story because we just want to hold each other accountable. So there's nothing like having an accountability partner. So when I say whatever you do, just, you know, put a little comment on the Instagram and say, hey, here, so this is what I did to step out my comfort zone or tag us. Or if you want us to be more personal, shoot me an email. Faithisfashionable at gmail.com. Send me an email and let me know what you did to step out of your comfort zone. And let me touch and agree and pray for you because at the end of the day, this is a, a platform and this is a community for us to grow together and push each other to be great. I ain't just on here trying to be cute and talk to y'all. No, y'all know I ain't even want to do that. Like, I'm here for us to grow, okay? I love y'all so much. 
Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate y'all. Be sure to review the podcast, to rate the podcast, and subscribe to the podcast, okay? Share it with a friend, and let's continue to spread the good news of what God is doing in the midst of what looks like a crisis. Remember, this is not a crisis. It's an opportunity to stand up and be all that God has called us to be. I love y'all, and I'll talk to y'all next week. Stretch my hands to you. Life like.